Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts together always be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. It is December 2000, and Christopher Walken sits in a hotel lobby at the Marriott Los Angeles. Dressed in a rumpled suit, slouching, and gazing listlessly at a point between his feet in the faded green carpet before him, we hear fuzzy music coming from a cleaning cart left nearby and the dull hum of a vacuum cleaner. As the Muzak morphs into a somewhat regular beat, we see Walken slowly wake from whatever descent into the banal he had been slipping towards. And he slowly rises from the chair he was sitting in, swaying unsteadily. Fully standing, he stops. And then he dances. It's not any kind of dancing, though. His body, once seemingly an incarnate hole in the ground, literally takes off. Tap dancing, twirling with the luggage cart, strutting up and down escalators, defying again and again their monotonous one-way direction. It's a mixture of Broadway musical and what Walken once described as moves inspired by watching raccoons outside of his Connecticut home. There is not one part of this ubiquitous corporate hotel that he does not travel through, leaping from mezzanine levels to lobbies and rigging repeatedly the front desk bell. This was the music video from the electronica group Fatboy Slim and their song, Weapon of Choice, debuted in early 2001. Walken was best known to Fatboy Slim's demographic as a mostly psychopathic character actor, and he is hypnotizing as he dances. Face deadpan. He hints at joy only in a few moments when his body literally takes him into a new being through what appears to be these uncharacteristic for him movements, leaping in and out of elevators and in the empty corridors of this deeply charismless hotel. The lyrics of the song are simple. There are only two and they repeat about a hundred times. You can blow with this, or you can blow with that. You can blow with this, or you can blow with that. You can blow with this, and you can blow with that. You have the song right there. And walking touches on the existential nature of these lyrics and the choices which clearly his character, character, character either had trapped him or liberated him as a man who finds himself in an empty hotel lobby at that particular point. There's a particularly fine moment in the video when he physically demonstrates the conundrum of choosing this or that, 
by choosing between two elevators. Clearly, we understand both of which can end up in the same place. Christopher Walken, as you may know, was actually a trained dancer before he became what was considered a serious actor. And at 58 years old, in 2000, Walken approached Spike Jones, who had directed Fatboy Slim's previous music videos, and had asked Jones if he would film him dancing. At that age, Walken was worried that his body was changing and that he had only a little time left to do the thing that he had loved so much, dancing, with the precision that he had held for most of his life. After that conversation, Jones immediately called Norman Cook, better known to us as Fatboy Slim, and made a proposal for this music video and the deal was set. The music video took off. It won all sorts of awards that year, was emulated, parodied, which was the highest form of compliment in those early nascent years of the internet 22 years ago. And Walken became a star once again for an entirely new generation of audiences. He said that that video may have been the most successful point in his career simply because of the intergenerational reach it had afforded him. But he also said that it was certainly not the only time that he had danced in a movie. In fact, he said that he tried to incorporate a dance move into every film he was in, regardless of the role. And much of the time, those moments and moves were retained in the final cuts of the films. You can find him dancing in every single role if you know where to look for it. With dancers, Walken said in an interview about a year and a half ago about his creative process, rehearsal is called repetition. You just do it over and over until the moves become part of your muscle memory. The whole discipline and the physical aspect is not unlike being an athlete. It hurts, and you have to do it, and you get sore. And even though I don't dance much anymore, you carry being a dancer with you for your whole life. Sometimes we serious, pragmatic, smart, adult people, we forget what it's like to offer praise. We forget what it's like to rejoice. We forget what it's like to carry ridiculous, full-blown delight and joy, even when we are in the midst of a seemingly dystopian nightmare of warming and warring world, and proclaim that good news that God is here, that God abides, that somehow the promises made to those people such a long time ago still remain are still real and still hold true. And that in the mystery of it all, we are asked not to understand it, but to sing, to dance, to laugh, and to weep 
and to still know that joy which strangely warmed our hearts on Christmas Eve when we came to the manger so reverently, that that love still remains, even in the harsh light of day, even in the glare of commercial corporate lighting. In Luke's Gospel this morning, Simeon and Anna see their hopes in the Holy Family as they come to honor God in the temple. Mary and Joseph offering what they have, which is the sacrifice of the poor, two doves. Simeon and Anna have been waiting for this moment their whole lives, hoping against hope, empty mourning after empty mourning, and while each of them knows, as prophets are wont to do, that this holy incursion by the Most High will never never be welcomed easily by a broken world intent on power and sublimation. And yet, Simeon and Anna approach the family with praise, with delight. Simeon sings the song which we echo every day in our liturgy of evening prayer, allowing that God's gift doesn't always come conveniently, but God's grace always comes. Simeon and Anna praise God. They delight. They have held long the wait, and they have come to the fulfillment of promises so many have discarded because it took too long for them, or it seemed impractical, illogical to keep believing. They have chosen again and again the hard-won freedom of belief in a God who chooses to come closer to God's people, even if they won't live to see its fruition, even if they don't completely understand it. They believe, and they sing. A 2013 New York Times article was recently re-riffed this past month, and both asked the question, why don't we dance more? The authors go on and on about all the, the ways and reasons that good adult people don't dance. Self-consciousness, lack of opportunity, the clubs open too late, professionalization, our use to being either viewer or performer, but neither both. All of these, the article says, leads to a profound lack of, of, lack of opportunity for dancing throughout our lifetimes. And the article asks, isn't this madness? Shouldn't we engage in celebratory movement at least some small part of the time? Yes. Yes, we should. When we are stuck in the mundane hells of our own or others' making, the endless cycle of horror, then outrage, then reaction, then avoidance of each and every news alert, we still need to find our celebration. This is a broken place, but 
Praise is resistance, friends. Praise is prophecy. Praise and hope and joy are counterintuitive. They are necessary for those who believe that Christmas is more than one night, more than one rendition of Hark the Herald Angels Sing Long. Maybe we need to be a little bit more like Simeon and Anna in our lives. Or maybe we need to be a little bit more Christopher Walken. Quietly adding in a dance move to every bizarre character and scenario he and we inhabit. Simply because that is who he is and that is who we are. That was who he was created to be, and that is who we are created to be. Sore muscles and repetition and all. Making even the soul-crushing emptiness of a business hotel a place of impossible beauty and redemption. And that is who we are too who we can be, eyes open to witness the impossible and the miraculous right in front of us, if we choose it. I hope you dance today. Amen.